This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4, No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. what happened? Just... just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Episode number 83 of the finest bow hunting podcast from Sherrard, Illinois. We are at 1600 Bucks Lair Place right here in the Bucketorium. As I mentioned before, Sherrard, Illinois, beautiful, lovely. As far as women go, they're here. <laughs> no details, though. Man, man, I'm, they, I'm just, they exist here. I don't want to lie to you. Um, ah, dude, we, uh, man, we've been cranking them out recently, and... Dude, I'm telling you what, man, it's only because we've got all the all that fuel from the food that we get from the deer that we shoot when we take it right there to Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Lovely <laughs> Viola, Illinois, scrumptious meats. And, uh, dude, Scott Smith is the man. You hear us talk about him all the time. No joking about it. Man, just kidding. You got a man crush on Scott. I do, man. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just thinking, but I can't talk about his meat too much, otherwise it's going to get real weird. But <laughs> way, to, way to just drop yeah, it right whatever. off the deep end. Now, you know what? Speaking of dropping off the deep end, open up your checkbooks when you shoot that monster buck <laughs> and take and, and just write Mark Reif, Creative Critters Taxidermy. Just leave that check blank because I guarantee when you get your mount back from him, he'll tell you an amount and you will be happy to write that. I promise. 
no money back guarantee because you know I don't got any money. I'm not sure how I feel about that advertising segment you just did right there. <laughs> well, it's kind of it could look. Eh, well, no, that's that, that's saying a good thing because like you. I'm will not just even write gonna. I just want you to keep doing them. So oh, just, okay, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna. Listen. I'm All not right. even gonna intervene. What you got going on? All right, right fine. Now. You know what I am sure of. I'm what? sure of the quality products from BadlandsPacks.com. Badlands Packs, dude. Well, I'm you, gonna get. I'm you, gonna you get. Didn't my, know what else to say? No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna get my first paycheck, and you've been hounding me to get a bow, but I saw some pretty cool stuff the other day. So well, the thing is, if you get a pack before you get a bow, then you're not gonna have anything to put in the pack because you won't be able to kill anything with the bow you don't have. See what I'm saying? See how it adds up there? Yeah, but at least I'll have a comfy pack while I'm going out there without a bow. So, you know, there's a trade-off. All right, yep. You can put a sleeping bag in a tent in there and... <laughs> exactly. Starve. <laughs> uh, we want to give a, a vet shout-out. I'm going to do the vet shout-out for my uh, my cousin, Connor. Connor Knob. He's not a, uh, not a hunter, um, but he is a vet, so that counts for something. He served his, uh, he served his couple years. In the army, you know, he's he's taking a break. He served his country, and I think he wants to graduate to be a marine. So, you know, good luck to him. So, he's our vet shout out of the week. He uh, he had a great experience, and uh, recommends all you young kids that are listening, dude. If you want to go join the service, and you want to do something good for your country, and you know, have have a stepping stone to do something with your life, go ahead and do that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for your service. Yeah, I'm so, being real quiet right now. Yeah, I'm, you I'm are. Just kind of just letting you do your thing. Oh man, I'm. It's weird I'm, for I'm, you. No, I'm. I'm just chugging away, man. You know, I'm. Uh, all I do is talk and drink beer and you know have a good time <laughs> and not shoot a bow because you don't have one right now. That's exactly Eric right. Eric is missing, guys. He uh, lives far away, so we can't blame him. He, he sometimes he's got to miss out. Um, but so. you know who we do have in here? Yeah, we have in a... studio. Did he sign the banner yet? Nope. No, we'll have to do it okay. After well, you got to sign the banner. In the studio with us is Aaron Caldron, or as he's more commonly known in this room, Andrew. What's going on? How you doing? Oh, man. He actually came back. I thought right when I you know, said his name wrong the first episode, it was just like, nope, I'm done. I don't you even want to talk to you guys. Yep. That's all that matters. I, joke, I, act, I was joking around and put his name in wrong in the software so he could see it. Because that's what <laughs> I did last time, and no one called me out for it, so I read it how it was. So, How you been? Good, good. How How's the uh, planting going with food plots and all the goods? Uh, pretty good. We've been lucky so far. We haven't had too much rain. Right. But we've had enough. Got some good heat going right now, so everything's grown good. Right. What'd you plant for, I mean, corn, soybeans, of course. Yeah, but them are both done. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll wait till probably late July, early August to start my green plots. So. Okay. Well, um, I mean, you'll... you'll disc and or i mean what i mean what's the process we've talked about a little bit in february when you were on well right now since the corn and beans are in and that's done with right uh i'll spray them mm-hmm. you know again here pretty soon once they get a couple inches tall just to yeah. keep them clean on mm-hmm. into the season right and then uh then i gotta start spraying everything for the green plots about now that way when i do go into disc the grass and the weeds and stuff aren't four foot tall right right that makes it kind of tough so yeah keep on top of it and then it'll pay you in the the long run for sure so yeah you know there's a there's a lot of guys that are out you know within the past couple weeks that you know um of course all the farmers have been you know trying to get all the corn and beans in the in the ground and you know it's um about that time but i've noticed a lot of guys on facebook are putting their food plots in now yeah and you're thinking you're gonna wait towards the end of july you know kind of august is that um is that more so so you can have food later in the in the 
in the you know with the colder months or what's the what's the thinking behind what you're doing well you got to remember right now there's corn and beans everywhere in our area. Mm-hmm. Them deer are feeding on that right now. Mm-hmm. There's alfalfa, you know. Just drive around the countryside, you're going to see it. That's where them deer deer will be. Right. I want to have food for the season, you know, from October through January. Mm-hmm. And then on later. So Yeah, Yeah. well, that makes sense. I, I mean, guess if I plant my rye in my rye and my oats, a clo- little bit of clover, in August, we'll get a good rain. They're going to be 8 to 10 inches tall coming into October, the first part of the rut. Mm-hmm. And then into December, they're, you know, they're 8 to 10 inches tall, and that's when they're the, mo- the most palatable right, right. for the deer. So that's – I want them to be there when I'm there. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. So. I think, you know, and this kind of a repeat when we talked about what tis the season right now. We're like yeah. everyone needs to be thinking about it now. Maybe yeah. we are a little early um, last time you were on. I think a lot of guys that want to plant food plots, they're – Really, they just don't know anything about them, you know. Like I don't really know that much. I mm-hmm. like throw and grow, you yeah. know, and I don't have the access to, to actually plant a big plot. But yeah. it's just throw something and grow that works. Yeah, I've used it a lot mm-hmm. of places. Yeah, like little honey holes in the timber and stuff yeah. like that, where you can get some sunlight. And yeah. but it, uh, I just feel like it's a lot. Like a lot of people are intimidated by intimidated by it. Where you know what I mean? It's, they just don't know a whole lot. They see people doing it on TV and all these shows, and they're just like, "Oh man, I need to do that. I need and, to do it." And something that probably makes people really nervous. Um, but I think they, I think they tried to use it as the appeal, where it's the no-till formula. Yeah. You know, for your guys that you know, hey, you're renting, you know, or leasing, or maybe you own you know nineteen, twenty acres, and it's all timber, but you got a clearing. It's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to get a tractor back there. Yeah. For sure, and I'm I'm not going to be able to. You know, if I can get a tractor, like if if I can get one back there, will I be able to get my hands on one? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like I've I've kind of you know basically all you need is like a you know rake and a hoe and you know maybe yeah. you can some hard work. Yeah, yeah, maybe if you want to go spray a little bit and then and then throw it in there. I mean, I, I I think that has a purpose, but if you have like at least an acre or two just dedicated, I, I wouldn't. You know, that's just me. Right. I wouldn't. Well, if I had access to that, I probably wouldn't go with throw and grow a whole lot. I'd probably, you know, look at uh, something more substantial. Yeah, more right. substantial. Just just something a little bit better. But I mean, I'm not saying that's a awful product. No, I mean it's convenience and it's. Uh, I For mean, them kind of situations, it's perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just put it out and kind of forget about it, type of yeah. thing is what the I guess what the market is is what they're trying to go after, which is awesome. I mean, you know, I'm, if that works, it works. You know, I've, I got thrown out clo- a lot of clover, yeah. and some I've tried some of the throw and grow stuff, and I've never actually seen like, oh man, a deer slamming this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're little plots. I mean, you're not going to see a hundred deer in a little half acre yeah. plot. You know, it's just not going to happen. But you know, I've killed. Some of my better bucks off my little clover plots just coming through in late October. and You plant it, they'll come. Right. That's right. I mean, but, you know, at the same time, too, I've had years where I don't plant it and I let it grow up to, like, really tall grass. And I've killed big bucks same in there, thing. too, yeah. you know. it's uh, So it's kind of just like, I don't know. <laughs> I got into it. I, ju- I like doing it. Do I think it makes a difference? Yeah. Right. But I think I could still hunt have be, fun with and be fine yeah. well it's kind of like the thing where it's like archery you know you got your guys that just shoot 30 yards whatever and yeah. then you got your guys like we're getting into it like really heavily where oh we're doing the dovetail sights and the drop yeah. away rest and you're getting into detail your paper t- it's just you take it a step further and it's almost becomes a hobby within a hobby within a hobby within a hobby yeah. and the next thing you know you're so deep into it you're just like 
Dude, I just... I can't quit now. <laughs> I just thought of the stupidest thing because of what you said. I was like, dude, if I had a lot of money... This is what I'm thinking about when you guys are talking about important stuff. I thought about if I had enough money, I would make a field of dreams, and I'd put a ball diamond in, and like, you know how they planted the corn for the outfield, you know, where you walk into heaven? Yep. I would do that as a food plot. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I might even go chalk the lines like every... I'd stop doing it after October, because let's get... That's when baseball's, you know, over. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry, man. That's just what goes through my head. You say something, I think of something stupid. And because I have a microphone in front of my face, I feel like I can say it. Yeah. And an audience will tell it, too. Yeah, so, uh, Dude, there's people at home shaking their head. Oh, oh, yeah, every episode for sure. By the way, by the way, our good buddy Scott Clark did get his shirt. Clarky? We were wondering, Clarky. So he's going up to bear camp with my face on there. So oh, the really, Steve shirts. Yeah, really, I'm going to bear camp in Canada next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you bring him some good luck. That'd be awesome. I hope so. I will be the Steve shirt before I leave. Yeah, you you need to own yeah. one. We of got us. we got a couple over there. We got a little pile. We'll we'll hook you up with something. <laughs> which uh, speaking of which, giveaways next week, guys. We're gonna got some giveaways from mm-hmm. quite a few people. Don't want to say too much. The Fitzgeralds are gonna be on next week. Just what I'm thinking of it, and I know there might be some giveaways. Maybe, 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 probably. But that's for that's for next week. That's for but next week. For, just but for right up. now. But uh, let's yeah. get back to food plots. Okay. So. <laughs> Steve got serious. He's like, whoa, hold on. Because I want to talk about food. Um, You know, uh, I I believe we talked about it last time you were here. You know, what works for you. Um, This is the refresher for the first part of this episode. Are you you watching, you know, the kind of the weather weather patterns? There we go. Are you watching, like, the weather patterns to really decide, you know, okay, so the winter's been mild the past – you know, it was it was heavy, and then it was mild. Are you are you watching that to try and figure out what you're going to use, or do you already know what you're? I already know what I'm going to use. I pretty much stick to the same thing. You know, I try right. a couple new things here and there. You mm-hmm. know, I got a couple plots like you guys were saying that are half acre. They're in the timber, right? Um, on a creek bottom, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I like to stick with what works for me. Right. I mean, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's. Well, that too, and you find out like, do you really like it? And they're kind of it's like, do you think that the deer expect that? I mean, that I might think be hard. now, yeah, really. I th- I've noticed a difference, you know, year by year by year. Yeah, and they use it more and more and more. Yeah, they get they're getting on that routine well, kind of just, in a way. They know where it's at, right? It's you know, it's concealed. You can't see it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they feel comfortable using it, right? So. so and I, I know you've you've probably had this situation before, but like for for someone who's listening, say they they just within the next couple of days or this last week just got permission to hunt and yep. they can do put a food plot anywhere. And, you know, they've done some stuff like you've done some stuff yep. in your situation. What would you do if you came across a new property? You know, you walked it and you knew where you're going to put some food plots in. Um, would it always, would it depend on the situation or are you going to your go-to what you got now and you're going to put it on that property? That's what I'd do. Okay. I'd go to what, I, you know, it works everywhere else. Yeah, know. exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean yeah, good question, a, though. I mean, yeah. it's kind of an interesting way to, I guess, to look at it. Because well, some people get new property and they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, but, you know, it's, that's interesting to think about, you know, you kind of put those deer on a pattern. How you're saying they use it more and more. You can kind of see that. And then, so, what do you know about beets or turnips? Turnips, I guess, is what I. I've used them both. Right. And they both work. They like to eat them, mm-hmm. but for some reason around here on the land that I hunt, mm-hmm. they don't hit them till March. Really? Mm. 
They'll, they'll they get touch sweeter with the with the frost or something. I the think cold? it's their last resort. It's almost like oh. they eat everything else before yeah. they go to that. Mm-hmm. And I know I've hunted a couple of places around the country where they they'll eat that first. Yeah, because you know? I've I've heard people say like I I planted them, they didn't touch them. I planted them, like they tore it up. Yep. You know, you hear you know I've we me and my dad planted it. Um, I mean, early into our bow hunting, I guess careers, you know. Yep. And the deer didn't touch it. Yeah. And but I've heard also that they, they got to know what they are. They got to learn to find them. Yeah, I've had. I mean, there was a couple times where I've planted them. I planted them year after year after year, mm-hmm. and eventually they, you know, started working on them. But right. It it when I've had them in places that I know there's a good number of deer, mm-hmm. they'll hit the rye, the oats, the corn, and the beans well before they'll ever hit the turnips. Yeah, it's interesting. It just the they seem so like they get so big. It's like how could a deer even eat that anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just uh, I don't know. Hey, I want to I want to ask you about a what I've come to realize is a controversial thing that people do. And when I say controversial, which I don't even pronounce it correctly, so it's not really <laughs> that big of an issue. Uh, we think about apple trees because I know on our property they've tried to grow a couple. Yeah. That's a good um, question. I know people that are like, dude, if there's apple trees there, the deer are going to hit it. But then again, like, you know. Um, I have apple trees on my farm, and I've never seen a deer eat an apple. Really? Yeah. And I, what, what what are your feelings towards uh, towards apple trees? Because I'll Johnny Appleseed right now. I'll go <laughs> cut that. I think it's a good <laughs> idea. I mean, if you get a plot. You know, put a couple of trees in it if they grow. Can you hunt? Can you legally hunt over them in Illinois? Well, I don't use them. I, yeah. I got some next to my pond in front of my house. That's actually. I mean, I would say you can hunt over a cornfield. Yeah. You know, standing I know. corn. I, I mean, well, it does take. It takes three years till an apple tree starts producing apples. Yeah, that's pretty quick. So yeah. So if you're, I mean, if that's. But how long does it take? Because you know, like when they're small, they don't really. I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, so it's like producing like good size like apples, mature apples. I guess. So I don't know how I don't know how apple trees work. I, I believe it's three years. You know, correct me if I'm you're wrong, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, how could that be illegal? Like, because your food plot, like, then if that's illegal to hunt over those, then you know like, what? Food plots would be illegal because they yeah. grow in like six months. When you said that, you know what I thought of? I remember watching Outdoor Channel, Ted Nugent show, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he he thinks he should be able to hunt over bait. You know, he's yeah. he's pretty open about it, and he's like. I don't know why the hell people freak out over bait. People hunt over cornfields. They hunt over apple trees. It's that's baiting. Yeah, that's a you know food plots. You're baiting them. But that's oh, we can get into this debate right now, which it's very interesting. Okay, what's the difference between putting a pile? You're hunting over an apple tree. You know it's a pile of apples yeah. essentially, yeah. or taking that bag of like you see guys the greens and rage stuff or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, like the wild game innovation guys do it. You know. You put that pile right there 20 yards from your stand. Is there a difference? Like, I agree that there is. I, I think there is. Because. But what's, what's your opinion? on? I mean. Make, make your case. I mean, here's here's what I think. Like, if you're going to put a pile of food out, okay, you're going to have to put it in a way that the wind is going to have to catch that critter's nostrils and come right over, and you're not going to have to get busted. So yeah, there's yeah, there's some ways to look at that. I mean, there are there are some kind of ways, you know. So you, like, I I I get why people would want to do it, right? Um, but it's probably not as effective. Like putting something out, like you know, because just the, the animals got to know it's there. I mean, smell might yeah. have something to do with it, but but then again, all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's something different. Like, yeah, I I see that it's a. Pu- 
Because deer aren't used to just piles of food just plopping right. up for them. Well, you right? see the shows where the guys put it out at 20 yards, and then what do you know? Old Mr. Old yeah. Mr. Drop Time nibbling it, from the top of the pile when he puts you know, an arrow through him. I, I think it, you know, it, it might make him skittish because like, I know if like I come home and like my girlfriend's got food ready and she's being extra sweet, like I know something bad's really about to happen. <laughs> you get all skittish. I know, I know there's like bad news, but you know, to me, like I think if they just see a pile of something, it's like I, you know maybe the interest might get the better of them. Um, you know, and we've gotten into that debate about like deer eyesight, but. You know, when it's something like a like an established food plot where they're they know where that food is. Right. Okay, mineral site. And what do you think about this, Aaron? So a mineral site, you put a mineral down, it's there, the deer learn it's there over time. Yeah. And you hunt over it. What's the difference between that? I mean, I, is it because it's artificial? I'm guessing, yeah. Right. But then again, I mean, you know, couldn't you go back to the throne girl being artificial because – are all those plants yeah. going to grow right next to each other in that kind of pattern? It's really the same thing. It really yeah. when you break There's it no down. Difference. When you break it down, but it's but there's something weird. They like the law yeah, has not. ethically buried that into you. It's like you don't bait. Well, in Illinois, you can't at all. Yeah. You can't do mineral. You can't do anything. Yeah. Iowa, I think they can. We've talked about this where you have to remove it like 30 days before. I think they can run cameras over it. But they can't hunt over it. They gotta be so far away. Yeah, like a hundred yards yeah. or something. Yeah. But I mean, shit. You put a. <laughs> I almost dropped an f bomb. You put a, a, a mineral site out there, and you know where the deer's coming from. You just set up in between it. What's the difference? You know. Yeah, yeah and. It's, let, let, let's get your take before we go into it. Like, what do you think? About what? Like, what yeah, do you think? There's a, is there like a real <laughs> difference? You know, what, what are He's your like, feelings? What? what are your feelings that like baiting like. Between like putting a block out, or you know food plots. I mean, is there is there a huge difference, or this baiting good or bad? Because I don't know what I think honestly. I don't know either. I think I don't know. I like my food plots. I like to do it, and I like I like to watch deer come in do it. Yeah, know, and use it. Right. You know, it was worth it. Then. Mm-hmm. But I don't know whether putting a block out. You know, just walking to the stand, throwing one out on the way. Right. You know? There's just not. The same amount of work doesn't go into it. it that's yeah. maybe that's what it is. It's like consciously it feels kind of like guilty as like you're cheating maybe. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you like how you you put in your hard work and effort and plant those plots and do all this and you're out there you're thinking about it you're watching the weather all this it's and the deer can come and go as it pleases whenever you know all year. Yeah. Whereas if you put a pile of if you put one centralized pile of corn in the middle of the timber in January, of course they're going to slam that pile of corn yeah, until so, it's gone. So, like, you know, here here's where the law would break down. On that same strip, say I take a bag of corn and I throw it on the ground. That's baiting. But three minutes later, I bring a mower and I mow my food plot down and leave the corn there. Now where that corn is mixed in, I'm still technically baiting. Well, the yeah, thing I mean, is, too, I mean, you could be like, you, okay, Steve's uh, dumbass is running an auger cart and spills half of it in the middle of the field. <laughs> but, but you get where it, <laughs> yeah, but you, you, but you get, yeah, that actually it happens. happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. But or, you know, you're unloading and you spill a little bit over yeah. or something, you know, that, that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you, you get where I'm at with. <laughs> but you get in trouble if you hunt over that? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <sighs> but. Same with mowing it. You can't mow the corn either in Illinois. Oh, you can't? Iowa, you can mow it, yeah. Re- is it good? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. You I didn't mow it. 
I've never even thought about that. Yeah, you got to let it stand. What's the reasoning? I'm not sure, but I would have to guess, like, you know, in situations where you might have CRP. Oh. And you're getting paid by the government to leave that for the animals. Right. And then you go in and you plant corn for a food plot. <laughs> oh, yeah, because now, yeah, okay, all right. And you mow it. Then they're going to think, you know, they fly their drone over it and take some pictures. and Oh, yeah. Right. I never thought about that. He's mowing. It's going to look from the air like you picked it. Yeah. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you're double dipping. Yep, yep. You're getting paid and you're growing corn on it. Can you do corn in CRP and just leave it? You can do a certain percentage of it. Yeah, but you got to leave it stand. So, yeah, you're basically Ah. just throwing money in for like a a food plot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can kind of get that. So when I do it, when I grow corn. I'll go in with the combine, and I'll pick just a certain amount of it out, right? And then just leave it. Interesting. Leave the rest of it. Yeah. I never you know, even thought about like that whole situation with the mowing. That's. I was, I was just kind of thinking about this. Uh, you know, as far as like baiting goes, I I I absolutely understand why. Oh, I get it. I get they it. don't let certain people do it, but like you know, if it was like, you know, like us, uh, all of us in here. We have our, and I don't want to use the term hit list, but we look at our trail cams and we're like, <laughs> that deer will die if he's in within 20 yards. Yeah. So if you take one of those like those uh, honeycomb things that screw like into a tree, you know, if, if, yeah, you're technically baiting and you're bringing deer in, but for us, like if there's a button buck licking it, cool, then he's just going to sit there and lick it. You know, maybe, because <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, it's, it. It's not like you're shooting everything what, that just walks I see what you're in. saying. It's benefiting the whole herd rather than just that buck you're trying to kill. Yeah, because, yeah, well, right. well, it's not exactly benefiting. It's I'm not putting that out there for just anything to walk by. I'm I'm trying to get closer to the one deer that I want. Well, yeah, yeah. And now, you know what I think a lot of people get scared into thinking is, well, and because the DNR tells you this, and maybe this is only part of it, yeah. and you, we've all heard it. Oh, we want to stop the spreading of chronic wasting disease. Yeah. Well, but, and then again, going back to Ted Nugent, because he takes such a strong stance on this. He's like, these deer live nose to nose, butt to butt. If one has chronic wasting, it's going to spread. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to eat out of the same cornfield. It's so debatable, man. Yeah, There's so it, much gray area. And then again, I don't, I don't wrong, or I don't blame them for trying to take every step possible without driving hunters away to, to, to let's try talk to this. decrease it. Let's, let's talk. Um, have you ever bear hunted? No, I have not. Neither have we. So, in Canada, they bait. And, and whenever there's black bears, they bait them. So, yeah. this will be a very interesting thing. So, we've so never since done. we know nothing about it. Like kissing it. girls, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. You kissed a girl. You've got a kid on the way. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah, by the you, way. Did you want us to mention that? We'll take it out. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Like, we'll cut that out if you didn't want us to say it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> At least they can check my trail cameras now. That's what I'm looking forward to. Right. When, yeah. when my kid's old enough to check my trail cameras and hang my stands for me. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. what I'm looking for. Find to. mushrooms for you and stuff. Yeah. Damn. There you go. Dude, I should, I should have think a kid. about stuff like Closer that. Closer to the ground. Yeah. I should have a kid, man. Let's, uh, let's no. have kids. They can Hold do all on. the work for us. I'm just saying. <laughs> you should not. Just for a while. We're trying to we're gonna teach you how to, I don't know. We're going to teach you a whole lot before you have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, like how to wipe on my own? All right. Never mind. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Um, Stop bringing personal stuff into so this. So, like, baiting, like, if you get out of, like, the legal thing, like, the chronic wasting and stuff, stuff, is it ethical? Is it not? Like, 
you know, they bait black bears. That's the most common way they hunt them because the, it's so thick up there. It's the only way to actually. Yeah, I mean, you look at them. the population of them. And they're still baiting up there, and dude, the population is still just like, you know, it's out of control. It's in some places. If you could bait in Illinois, if they're like, you can, you can put out a pile of whatever you want and hunt right over it. Would you do it? I don't know. Like, yeah, you've got experience with like me personally. I don't think I would because. I don't know. Aaron, dude, would you I'm, do it? I don't I'm think too you cheap. need to. Right? I really what, don't. What's your thought behind that kind of like what do you I mean, you can you can kill good deer hunting in, you know, pinch points and right stuff through the rut in Illinois and a lot of different areas. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put your time in, eventually you will get your opportunity. Right. Whether you capitalize on it, yep. that's a different story. I agree completely. But, you know. I've had a lot of opportunities that I completely messed up on. Right. You know? Oh. Well, the, uh, we're the one percenters, though. I mean, there's a and lot of us a, that do it. Would a pile of corn make a difference in that situation? No. No, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That's a, good, a very good point. Mm. But the thing is, I'm glad that I am glad. When you break it down that way, I'm glad that it's not legal now. Because it's kind of like a new perspective. Because you'd have all your... Guys that want to cut corners and just want the big deer without any of the work, or you know what I mean? It's just like the people who want. I mean, I'm not. I shouldn't even have said that. But say like, it. Do co- it. Oh, I will. Anyway. It. They want rifle season in Illinois. No, I don't think that's Be- right. Because they can walk out. Oh, the deer's at a thousand yards or five hundred yards. <laughs> that's and, a safety issue, though. We don't yeah. have enough trees around here for that. Yeah. Oh, we God, don't. No. We don't. And yeah, it's so flat. Long way. It's so flat yeah. here too. But that's a different debate. Yeah. But it's like it's. I agree. The baiting thing, I just feel like people would bait and just hunt over it and hunt over it and hunt over it, and eh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess, in my opinion, I think s- certain states should be able to use it. You right. Know? In Illinois, I don't think we really need it. I agree. There's so much agriculture. It's And that's a thing, you know? All right. Yeah, I mean, everything. like Texas, it's a. I feel like baiting's kind of big in Texas. Maybe, maybe but I don't. There's nothing in Texas, right? So, you know, it's just barren ground. Yeah, and yeah. You went. You went and hunted <laughs> there. I mean, you know, when you were hunting there, was it like, you know, were were you ever just sitting around like, dude, what do these deer eat? Yeah, you I know? mean, you'd be surprised. They, they eat everything. They eat everything down there. It's just n- they don't have the food that we have. Right. So I mean, the whole time I was there, I was sitting there with a three hundred eight and a corn feeder fifty yards in front. Right, and it was really weird. You know, oh, I it was bet. almost yeah. like you know different Texas ball is game. Different it's anyway. Like you're playing yeah. a video but, game. Like almost, I'm wearing like... blue jeans and tennis shoes. And, <laughs> like it doesn't even. It's not even like hunting to me. I guess it didn't I mean, it have the fun, same like. Uh... There was no challenge to it. Right. Put it that way. For sure, I can see that. I mean, well, and then again. Flip that around and look at these northern or these Canadian whitetails where it gets super hard Dude, winters. You I have to feed them. Yeah, you have to. You know, you're, that's big timber. You're not talking two thousand acres. You're talking two hundred thousand yeah. acres. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see like the shockies and they're hunting over bales of hay, yeah, or whatever to feed these get these deer through the winter. They you know need what, it. Yeah. You know what's just like weird to think about? Like, yeah, you got all that area up there, and I mean, I'm sure it's around here too, but you know, just how big can some of the deer get in the places that people just cannot get to oh they're huge i bet like, you more deer die of old age than oh, you yeah. think look Dude, at the big deer that come out of canada that people find dead oh yeah <sighs> man and speaking of uh we, oh yeah we won't. nope 
we'll, we'll, we'll bring that up on a later episode. We got yep. we got something cool to tell you guys about. Um, but yeah, no, I just uh, man, it's, it's, <laughs> just I, I just like I'm, I'm thinking about like all that <laughs> la- like you know all that area and like you know just like the 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 sections that like the you know the deer will travel and like what they eat, especially up in Canada, and just how big they can get man yeah like I, it is amazing that I'm would be deer that ne- have never smelled a human think about that <sighs> yeah it's bizarre like they, they say up there in like the yukon there's moose see people and they get close to you because they have no idea what the hell you are they just don't care yeah you know what's you're, like, you're small they're not intimidated by you. you're not a you're not a grizzly bear maybe that's wolf. maybe that's my dream hunt like dude go to like Dude, if, if you got charged by a moose, you'd sticks. be done for. <laughs> oh, son, dude, I would, dude, I would, I would, I would put my mask on and I'd wear like my flight goggles and I'd have like buck teeth. <laughs> you, get, you get the joke. I love how you like he just gives a subtle laugh. Like, God, oh, that guy's stupider than me. <laughs> but no, dude, like think about that, man. Go and just like you have to get by plane, by boat, and you're just hunting whitetail. Like up in the absolute sticks, like dude, yeah, you would how... be lucky to get one X bars up there. <laughs> Jesus, you always compare everything <laughs> to cell phone signal. But I mean, you see, um, like up in Alaska, where they uh, the blacktail that live up there. I mean, they're not huge. They live on an island. You know what I mean? It's uh, but Canada's a little different. It depends on how much, what kind of nutrition they get. You know, nutrition yeah. genetics makes up everything. So if they're in the middle of the timber, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They might get really old, but. I mean, I don't. That's a good one. I don't know how big they would get. I'm sure there's the exception. Some deer probably get really, really big, you know, and then some probably don't. I don't know. That's that sounded so generic the way I worded that. Some probably get big and some probably don't. That's all I know. <laughs> but you, you get what I, the kind of what yeah, the point yeah. I'm making there. But well, we just we're asking a lot of generalized questions. I want to move on to the next thing because something big just happened in the outdoor world for yes. the everyday consumer. So we're excited about it, and we have no connection to it at all. Dude, and we have been talking about we wish something like this would happen. I'm surprised we didn't lead off with this. For the longest time, and we uh, we had Melissa Bachman on uh, on the episode, uh, the last episode, and she talked about it a little bit. Um, MyOutdoorTV.com. Do, do you see Kurt's new phone? Yeah, I just got a How new phone. How can you miss that pretty, thing? Look at it. It's pretty fancy. New What's that one? 6S Plus. I had to upgrade oh. phones because when I we have call-in guests. Yeah, buddy. My my phone was getting old and wore out. It would drop calls and cut out, and I just you can't have that when you're on the phone with Melissa Bachman and T Bone. Yeah. So, just went and bought the big phone today, guys. It's pretty nice. But uh, anyway, myoutdoortv.com. I'm sure you guys have all seen it online already. Because uh, so basically, the way I understand it, it doesn't say this on the website. Is it Sportsman's Channel and Outdoor Channel blended? To make an app, is that right? Is that that's the way I kind of understand it? And so get your first get your first month for just four ninety nine. I don't know if it's that's a probably half off, but the it's basically if you don't want to pay. I mean, I don't know how much is. Do you have the hunting channel or yeah, yeah. hunting channels? Yep. And in like a TV network package. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I like just Directv, and I have to get the sports package or whatever to get. The yeah, package. it's like one hundred and twenty-five yeah. bucks or something like it's that. It's not cheap. A no. month? Mm-hmm. No, it's not that much. Oh no, I had. Uh, you know, what? I take that back. I had Sunday ticket at the time too. <laughs> that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's a, it's cheaper than that, but but still. It, yeah, it's not ten bucks a month. It's, it's a lot more than ten bucks a month. Yeah. 
I mean, and it says four ninety nine for your first month, and there's every hunting show you want to watch. I mean, for the most part, there's a few stragglers here and there, but like Impossible Shots, Buckmasters, um, Real Tree, you know, Lee and Tiffany the Crush, Driven, um, Real Tree Road Trips, White uh, North American Whitetail, um, Arrow Affliction, um, just you know, all the jury guys. It's everything. Basically, I'm excited about it. I'm probably going to subscribe to it. Um, it'll be interesting to see. How much is the subscription? Four ninety nine for the first month. I think I thought ten bucks a month after that, and it's all new yeah. episodes. All so, the new ones. Yeah, right. so you're getting all the new stuff, which to me that you can't beat it. You know, I I literally I think I'll all the if all I the get Eastern that bow hunting stuffs on here. Whitetail freaks. We'll pay probably forty bucks a month for Netflix, Hulu, WWE Network, and now this. I'm canceling my Netflix for this. You sure? I don't you're not, watch you're, anything. You're not going to be able to see House of Cards. I don't even know what that is. All right, whatever. But uh, but I mean, you can't name the game. We got Morgan. Yeah, for shows ten bucks to see like, and and I'm sure you can go back and watch old episodes. Oh, I'm sure you can. Like Lisa Bachman's on here, of course. Um, you know, there's a whole list. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, I'm scrolling through it right now, and I mean. There's a few on here that I'd like to see on, and I don't know why they're not. Maybe they will be. They just don't have them on here yet. But uh, I don't. I think that's great. I think that's what uh, we needed. Um, I think a lot of people missed out on a lot of this. It amps a lot of people up, gets a lot of people excited, and it educates people. Yeah, I I do hope they put it on like uh, like Carbon TV, uh, put their app on the Xbox, like so you can access it and watch it on TV. Right. I hope they do it too, um, and they might like even be on Apple TV, but. Yeah, dude, we've been saying we I, like. I would have paid t- probably twenty five bucks a month. I'd for pay, this. I would, well, don't let's not get too greedy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you know what I mean, though. It's uh, so it's what's this one? Is it? I don't know. if This is the same. Okay, so yeah, myoutdoortv.com. Uh, yeah, the best outdoor shows on the planet to go. So you can download it and, or stream it and take it with you. Um. Oh, plus get a subscription to the outdoor magazine of your choice. With your paid with your paid membership, you will receive a subscription to your choice of one of outdoor sportsman groups magazines at no extra cost for as long as you're a my outdoor TV subscriber. Man, I no. glasses. That's kind of cool. That is very cool. Magazine info will come in your confirmation email. Um, take it with you from backyard to backcountry with MOTVs take with me feature you can enjoy your favorite hunting fishing and shooting shows anytime anywhere um once you download any episode tip or recipe to any device so whether you are grilling in the backyard or hunting in the deepest backcountry, you can enjoy your content without the need for wi-fi or cell service nice that is cool um yeah adventure to go that's just kind of something that you know i think there's nothing on there that says Outdoor Channel or Sportsman's Channel, so maybe that's just a, they made a separate. Maybe it, I don't know. I don't know what the inner working, the I political mean, they, side of it. Yeah, they've got enough. Hey, who knows? You know, it's maybe a big it's, deal. Yeah, it's a really big deal. I hope you know that might that's going to educate a lot of people that normally didn't have the opportunity or the or the money. Yeah, because you know the problem is like you know to watch all these shows, and you know what, it's only going to help help these hunting shows grow because. I, lo- I absolutely love Bone Collector, um, but I haven't They're, been able to... They weren't to... listed on here. Maybe they'll be on there. I just... Oh, I, th- I I thought I heard their names, but, yeah, you know... Grocery Road Trips and Grocery, you know they, but... Yeah, you know how these things shake out, but, um, like, dude, I've always just been like... You know, you follow these guys that 
you know, you've known, come to know and love on like Instagram. Like, oh, check out you know, like, Instagram. Check out Red Arrow tonight live, and I'm just like, dude, I, man, I don't have that. I don't have that. <laughs> it's just, but it, it, it it's no, super I, cool. Yeah, I agree. I don't either. I refuse to pay for TV. Um, I think it's stupid. I think it's overpriced. Yeah, I have the inter. I pay for the internet. I I see news. I got I that shady to... black box. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really. That's some guy in it's a. An, tr- it's some. An, HD RCA antenna that Some I Some guy with a truck and a donut came and climbed up your telephone pole and put it in for you. <laughs> right, right. Who's your uh, Who's your cousin's uh, cousin's husband's buddy? <laughs> right. Uh, that's cool though. Now well, we had to mention that. All right. On to the next one. This is interesting, and I don't know anything about it, so we're going to talk very general about it and yeah. kind of not to say the wrong thing. The scent lock versus scent blocker lawsuit. Um, scent lock protects consumers with legal victory over scent blockers and federal court. Pooh. Did you go to federal court for anything? Like, you just hope they don't. Um, it's not a good deal. So, on May 19, 2016, a seven member jury in Michigan found Robinson Outdoor Products, which is scent blocker, um, and Whitewater, uh, the manufacturer of scent blocker, liable for making false advertising statements about its Trinity hunting apparel. The jury found that Robinson's false advertising was willful. Um, today's announcement was a victory for our hunting community, said Pat Hyland Jr., president and CEO of Scentlock Technologies. I am proud of my small but dedicated team for continuing to build our business in the face of Robinson's false advertising. So what, what were they saying that was wrong? Or what was uh, In 2013, Robinson began selling Trinity hunting apparel and launched an extensive national advertising campaign. That campaign argued that carbon was obsolete and claimed that Trinity absorbed up to 40% more odor odor than carbon and up to 200% more odor than zeolite, which I have no idea what zeolite is. Mm-hmm. Um, during the lawsuit, the jury found that this 40 over 200 performance claim, along with additional ads containing carbon comparisons dating back to 2012, were false. The jury also found that Robinson's false advertising was willful. Robinson knew its ad claims were false or misleading, but made them never, nevertheless. The lawsuit confirms that we have always known activated carbon is the gold standard when it comes to scent control, said Highland. Um, scent Lock was founded in 1992, used patented activated carbon technology as its core for odor ab- absorption. Um, its carbon alloy hunting apparel uses a combination of activated carbon, treated carbon, and zeolite, no idea what that is again, to absorb odors and beat the... N- the nose is a big game. Whoa. That's big. Do you think that's why a lot of people have been kind of leaving scent blocker behind and going to scent lock or under armor? Um, uh, you know, interesting. I don't know. There's, there's, there obviously was those, those big name switches, but I don't think that that happens everywhere though, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That happens with bow brands. That happens. It just, that's it, what the hunting industry does. You know, every industry actually, you see this, you see this press release, and they say that the claims are false. You know what's messed you know, up, though? I was part of, like, a team during when Trinity came out, and I remember them. They gave us Trinity stuff and told us how to promote it. And, you know, we, I didn't push it too hard because, you know what I mean, no one likes anything shoved down their face. Yeah. And, and, and it, it had to be genuine, I guess. And being, I'm not saying they told us you got to promote it this way, but I'm saying I was a part of that where they're like, hey, this is the Trinity stuff. Like, I had the Trinity spray. Mm-hmm. I have the clothing that says that has the badge on I still have it. Still hunt with it. Yeah. So it has Trinity in it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what Trinity is, whatever. You know, but that's very, uh, 
Wow, it's deep. You know, it, here's what my my thinking is. Like, I want to look into it more, you know, because the 4,200, you know, it could have very easily been 39 in 199. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm being completely serious, and that's still technically libelous, you know, statements. And I, yeah, there's a lot guess, to I this that you don't know. You know, I... I saw this, and, and there was a bunch of people posting this. and This is on Scentlock's website, so this is Scentlock.com. Yeah, and of course, you know, their competitors getting a huge hit. I, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's business. I don't... This is big news in the hunting industry, though, right now. It is. I, it was worth mentioning, I thought. I mean, we're yeah. not trying to step on anybody's toes talking no, we're about not. this. It's just... But, you know... It's what it said, so, I, you know... Bottom line is, uh, hunt the wind. Like, <laughs> you know... <laughs> right. Right, Aaron, do you remember back in the day, and you've been hunting a long time, so you might, um, Steve, this is probably before Steve's hunting time. This could be. Forget the wind, just hunt, all the, uh, the all those sayings, and that was, I think, scent lock, wasn't it, back in the day? I remember some of that, yeah. And it, I can't remember who it was. I don't remember what company, it might have been scent lock, I, I mean, hell, it could have been scent blocker, it don't matter, either way. And I remember sitting in camp and watching those, and the guy's going, Oh bullshit! <laughs> Forget the wind. Yeah, right. You think a two hundred inch whitetail is gonna just let you let you? Oh, whatever. Yeah, he's got Trinity in his clothes. Yeah, yeah. Trinity. I, better, <laughs> I don't smell him. It's weird. <laughs> Who's what? she? I, don't know. I. You know, here's here's the way I I look at it. Um, you know, I don't necessarily go by camo because it's like oh, it's got Trinity or like, you know, I'm, I. I never yeah, buy I, anything and say I'm going to forget the yeah, wind. I, yeah. I buy it because I'm like, dude, that feels really comfortable. Keep in mind, you have to sit in this all Steve day. Buys, so. Steve buys hunting clothes like he buys sweatpants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, you know, if cheap and soft. So I, <laughs> I and I'm not I'm not going to lie. I have scent blocker camo right now because it's comfy. I'm going to talk to Aaron right now and get an educated response. But here, if you don't mind, let me say this. <laughs> But if 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 I went in there and I saw Scentlock had something really comfy, or even Under Armour had something really comfy, I'm gonna buy it. And mm-hmm. I understand that. I That's do. Me. What, what's your opinion like for like scent control? I mean, obviously you're gonna hunt the wind, especially if you you're not gonna ruin your nice food plots by hunting the wrong wind yeah. every time yeah. and trash it. You know, you got you know you're sitting there, you got wind just blowing out in the field. There's a 180 inch deer. You literally just. Yards buried money you're not gonna you're not gonna <laughs> yeah, screw pretty, that up pretty much That's, so i mean what do you do what extent do you go to for i mean control? i use it i use uh some of the sprays right uh i think my under armor has scent control stuff in it. i'm not sure really but right you know i agree with you steve if it's comfortable i'll wear it right if Boom. it's warm i'll wear it yeah so, no, i agree with that too i mean i don't really look into it i it blows my mind how expensive some of this stuff's got. It's very pricey. You're talking about four hundred bucks for a pair of bibs. Yeah, yeah. You and know. and you know, let's go for back sure. to. Well, think about the people who, if if this whole Trinity thing really is bullshit, think about the guys who spent four hundred bucks on bibs. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's good. that's where that that's where the issue is. That's why that's on that website, probably. Right. But yeah, you probably know there's people who still like swear by it because. You know, I, maybe yeah. they've had good experiences. And right. I just, I you know, I don't think that taking something like this to federal court is. It's money, though, man. It's I, money I know it's it. Big I get time it's business. money. It's big time business. But it's, dude, like with wild animals, 
Here's the thing. And things like that. You cannot, because it, maybe a deer smells you and they're just like, who knows? Maybe deer can get depression. Maybe deer can just have all these other diseases where they can't smell. So there's so many options because we can't talk to them and talk to all the animals well, that work. That's why we always say, like, hunting yeah. is the most valuable thing for hunting companies is word of mouth. Yeah. This work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Aaron tells me I use this piece of clothing, it absolutely works because I killed a 180-inch 10-pointer last year. He came in downwind. Or you know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe the wind was – you don't really know for sure. Maybe the wind was swirling up. That's why that deer came, and he didn't ever smell you at all. But, I mean, if Aaron tells me that, that's going to be buried in my head. So next time I'm shopping for something, I'm like, my buddy Aaron used this. He said it was awesome. He killed a 180-inch deer. Word of mouth, mate. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. I answered so, that lightly. I do take it a little more seriously than what I said because, I mean, it's no different than, like, with Ozonics. Right. And all that stuff. That's a future episode coming up here probably within a few weeks, and that's very interesting. What's your opinion on that? I use it. Do you? Yeah, I do. I've used it for uh, two years. I think it helps. Really? You know, I've had deer come downwind multiple times and mm-hmm. never never bust me, but then I've had them come through and bust me. Right. So. See, yeah, but here's, I don't know. I, here's that perfect example of him telling me that, though. I don't know anything about Ozonics. I don't, and I'm excited if we get him on an episode to learn all about it and how it works. But me not knowing and do, I haven't done my own research, you've already put a, a, a slight – yeah, like you're like, leaning that way now. Yeah, already a little bit, and that's yeah. so valuable for companies yeah. because you're like, it works, man. Like I, you I know most times it works. I'm like, oh man, maybe I'll think about getting here's, one. Here's here's a here's a perfect example. Like you know, just going back to what I was saying um, with the camo. Like my cousin bought some Under Armour stuff, and he was just, I was like, how do you like it? And he just told me it was comfortable, but my scent blocker stuff was super comfortable. I like I couldn't try it on then, but right. Already, I had a bug in my ear to know. I was like, so I, immediately I just thought, okay, well, athletic clothing, you know, Under Armour. But I was like kind of weary. I was like, all right, they're new to the hunting game. But if they're Sorry. making something that's comfy, you know, th- then I'm in. And now mm-hmm. you're saying like Ozonics. It's, it, it is Makes that sense. word of mouth um, because you want to hear stuff from people you trust. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of, you know, companies can go with like these established guys. Well, mm-hmm. if these guys are on TV, clearly they know what they're talking about. You know, well, let's go don't, for it. You got to think too. The guy does, who, the guy who doesn't have a lot of friends that hunt and that are experienced hunters, he watches outdoor television. Uh-huh. Those are his friends that are telling him, "This is what works." And we're not here saying that just because somebody on TV says something, it's bullshit because it's not true. I mean, all this product works to a to a oh, yeah to, to a point extent, yeah. yeah to an extent and. I don't know. Maybe that Trinity stuff works. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they got the short end of the stick and ended up losing this lawsuit, and really there is something to it. You know, know, and they could have got a really corrupt judge who was like, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying allegedly we should say that before we get sued, but there's just so many factors that go into it. And it's definitely do I, interesting. Do I think Scentlock was in the right to jump on that opportunity? Oh, yeah, dude. As a business, you better. I'll say this. this is a cutthroat market, and you better be hopping on that and getting all the business you can. Because I do believe that Scentlock does put out a fine product. For sure. I'm not going to disagree with For that. Sure. Well, so does Scentblocker, too. And so does Scentblocker, too. So was do I blame anyone in this? No, because I don't yeah. know the whole facts. I'm not going to blame right. anybody. It definitely is interesting. I, do you want to blame someone? No. Okay. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's, it's, he's like shut up, it. Steve. <laughs> I hunt. I literally scent blocker, scent lock, and Under Armour. Like the layer, I have my layer system is mixed of all three. Yeah. 
So, and you know what? I hunt the wind, so I don't really even know how well it even works. I, I mean, started, I started using uh, some battery powered heat. Dude, yes. Eric does that. Yeah, that and Milwaukee jacket. Awesome. Yes. Did you get the Milwaukee one? The yeah, I got a Milwaukee one and then one from Cabela's, I think. Really? And I mean, uh anymore late season I use the vest, the socks. Oh yeah. And it will it's awesome. I don't have to wear half the layers. Yeah. I I walk to the stand, you know, with minimal clothes mm-hmm. on. Mhm. Crawl up in him, hit my button, turn it on, and I'm good for three That's hours. just how long does that last? The heat in that three hours. Okay, so I mean, when it's freezing cold, I mean, when it's cold, you know, real cold, January, I get in the stand, you know, I'll be warm walking in, coming from the truck. Right, right. Then you know, I'll, I'll hit it about ten minutes after I sit down. So by the time I start normally getting cold, yeah, the heat's warming up. Right. What if you? Um, could you sit for like an hour, hour and a half and just bear it? Well, I guess if you're wearing thinner layers, you might end up screwing yourself, getting yeah. too cold too soon. But well, and then do you, can't you bring like multiple battery packs? Yeah, yeah. I, Doesn't it just go off you. like the the tool battery? Like if it's a Milwaukee, just get the extra Milwaukee batteries. Or yeah, how? they're just little square. Oh, they batteries. are. Yeah, with a button on them, you can change the level of power. Oh, like one, two, or three. I or? wear it from first of November right on through late season. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. a big deal, and I. I actually forgot about that. I wanted to buy one. I mean, you think, oh, it's kind of a couple hundred bucks. But well, you're bow hunting. You don't want to have tons of clothes on. Right. Yeah. You it know, affects it's everything. cold and you're stiff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, man. That is that is going to be. They don't have a. Uh, they don't have pants, though, yet, do they? I don't think so. I'm sure they That's do. Why couldn't. Uh, uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? Why? Yeah. I think once they. Your uh, legs think, don't get as cold, though, as like your upper body and yeah. like your arms and stuff. I mean, me personally. Feet, yeah, but you said they make the heated socks and the heated insoles and stuff like that. But yeah. what do you guys think? What's your prediction for. We'll start with you, Aaron. Um, what's going to happen with the future of kind of like scent control clothing? Do you think it's something that's going to taper off? Or do you think people are just going to. Or do you think it's going to. You know what I'm saying? Do you think people are going to continue to buy into that and be like, oh, I need it? I think so. You do? Yeah. I mean, you got to have something. Right. In my eyes. But right. it depends what comes out next. You know, we've had carbon for how long? Right. Yeah, how long has it been around? Quite a while now. Quite a long time. Now. Quite a while. <sighs> That's interesting. I, I, I was going to say, I kind of predict that it's going to f- not be as uh, a crucial concern. And, win- you know, it's always been hunt the wind. It always yeah, has been. You, you know? You're always going to have to hunt the wind. Yeah, I, you will. Here's, you know, my... This my is theory, full of debates and questionable yeah. conversation. Yeah, you know, my theory. Well, is, that's kind of fun. My theory is going to be there's going to be going to be the the gold standard. Whether it be, you know, maybe this huge federal case is like a huge hit, and all of a sudden now, um, what is sent sent locks got the carbon. Yeah, that's correct. What they're saying so, carbon's like really the only thing that's going. I don't know. For so sure. you know, yeah, maybe in carbon statement five, ten, fifteen years. You know, I I, I think maybe it might not be an issue because. Look at how pendulum sights were. You know, that was like, dude, you got to shoot these pendulum sights. And now, you know, people just use them. single pin. And now the single pin. um, You know, and it's just like a trend with all of a sudden people find out something works. And then all of a sudden it's, well, then you just got to have it. You know, it's like it, it's every every article of hunting clothes is just all of a sudden well, probably going to have carbon. I think in the it, hunting you know? industry still goes through a level of it, the gimmicky type of products. Oh yeah. You go to the hunting trade shows. It's you need the is another. I'm not saying they're all gimmicks. Just kind of hear me out. Like this gimmicky thing. Yeah. Take it, put it in your pack. Oh, you need this. Oh, no. 
You don't really need all that stuff. I mean, really, if you can shoot a bow good and hunt the wind, you can kill deer. And but, you can go out there, like you said, how you were hunting. You can hunt in blue jeans. You could. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to smell like your girlfriend's perfume mm-hmm. and go out there and do it because that's not going to be good for you. But guys killed deer in blue jeans and red plaid for yeah. years. Yeah. You know, it's But you know what's the deep. You know what the, the, the funny thing is? So I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, there's probably like one of those companies that some dude just made this thing and it could really revolutionize the hunting industry, like yeah. make everybody that much better. But all right, I got a question. No, for no, no publicity. Yeah. I'm going to start with Aaron again because he's you're you and Eric. If you and Eric just did a podcast together, it'd be a very interesting. Oh, my quiet God. podcast. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you guys are you guys just are just simple answers. Men a few just, words. Just. Yeah. This backwoods Midwest boys just, <laughs> yep, know what I like, like what I know, all right. But it, <laughs> pretty simple. <laughs> oh my god, know what I like and like what I know. Oh my god, like that. That's, that's fantastic. And I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, what were we just talking about? Okay, what's the biggest thing in, that's happened to the hunting industry, product wise or whatever wise, in the last five ten to ten years? I know my answer. I know mine too. Let me hear your answer first. Okay, you want to hear mine? My, I'll go. I'll go first. Lighted knocks. Ooh, man, that's, my... that's tough because there's been a lot of things come out. Man. I know, I know. Steve's is going to be something. The way you're looking at me, I'm scared for you to even open your mouth and say what it Dude, is. Dude, it's simple. It's working class bow hunter podcast, oh, man. <laughs> no, like, like way to ser- pat yourself on the back. Like seriously, yeah. um, I, I, I would have to go with Aaron's thinking hard over there. Mm-hmm. The way that stabilizers are marketed now. I disagree with you completely. Uh, you can't, dude, because everybody's looking for... the. And You said the biggest thing in the last five years? Yeah, ish. Look at all the people who hunted with, like, a little... Just a little plastic rod. Like, you know, those ones they just throw on cheap boat. Now look at... Look at how some of them are coming out. Yeah, but that's been around in tournament archery for years. You always had your one percenters of a guys that hunted with is, sidebars. But this is hunting. I know you always had your one percent of guys that hunted with. Fine, like I'm going back to my original answer. Don't you know, argue that. Stabilizers have been like that for a long time. I'm just saying there's a, there's been such a change in them that I've seen just even in the past year and a half. That's always existed. People are just starting. I I feel like people are starting to realize it, but. I'm in. I'm in it. So I don't really know if everyone else is doing it. It's hard for yeah, me right. to look because I'm inside of it. Like you know what I mean. I'm I'm getting into the sidebar type thing, but it's those have been around for a long time. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. My answer sucked. Just say it. Just say my answer sucked. That's all you had I, to do. I said I disagree with it. Well, you could have just said it sucked, and we could have moved on. It sucks. All right, Aaron. Let's hear yours. Trail cameras. Oh, Ooh. that is the biggest one for look, sure. Look at how they've changed. I yeah. Mean, I remember my first ones, like eight. D batteries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they were like gosh. 60 pounds. Right. Dude, I cannot they remember. They came with the... this cable that you had to somehow wrap around the tree and tighten <laughs> two bolts down. <laughs> and now look, like, they're the size of your wallet palm. Right. Yeah. That's... Four double A's. And they send and it right to your phone now. Yeah. And they'll run, you know, you're talking three, 4,000 pictures before the battery God, had right. Yeah, we talk about... That, that is the biggest... Th- yeah, you hit the nail That's on the That's the biggest right change. Yeah, it yeah, is I for think. sure. We talk about that... Uh, what was that? Man, we we always talk... I can never remember the name of it. It's that box that they were doing... The like wildlife a, eye. The wildlife eye. Yeah, you yeah. remember the wildlife eye? Yeah. It was, a, uh, it was like an old 
plastic Plano ammo thing <laughs> with like with a hole with a, like a thing of plexiglass into it. Dude, it was the greatest thing on the planet. I remember at the time, watching man. that with my dad. The juries are like, the wildlife eye is gonna. Be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. I was like, we gotta get one for our handy cam. You know, and then like real camera show cameras with video came out, and then you never heard anything else dude, about that, the wildlife yeah. eye. That thing was still way ahead of its time, though. Like, you Back know, then, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, like a year later, <laughs> I don't think I could hunt without cameras. It'd be it'd really? be different. Like I, I can hunt, I can do it, right? But the cameras make life so much easier. Yeah, it makes it um, it kind of like keeps you motivated more. Because, well, you know what's there, right? For the most part, for the most part. If, but if you is, got enough of them. How often do you check your cameras during season? Like during, like say it's mid October to mid November. How many times are you going to check your cameras? More than. More than you would think. Probably really? once, I don't know, 15th October through through November, I'll check them once a week. Really? Not all of them, but I'll get to some of them. Some of them I'll check, you know, I'll check five today, I'll check five more. I guess it depends on location, week. too, in accordance yeah, with farm your to farm. What? Okay, so in the summer, from now until September 15th? Some of them I check them once a week. Really? I'm... The farms that I hunt are working farms. These deer are used to equipment, equipment, four wheelers, my gator. Mm-hmm. You know, they know I'm. Oh there. God, you're you're John Deere Gator. I thought you had a yeah. pet gator. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, the deer, can, the deer I'm know not to get a tra- drink. I'm checking my cameras with my gator over my shoulder, <laughs> just <laughs> riding his alligator out there. It's quiet. God, I didn't know we were hunting in Florida. <laughs> Good Lord, and I'm not talking the Florida gators. I'm talking people walking around holding gators. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's <laughs> where I fall short. I mean, I don't hunt like a working farm farm though either. It's timber. Yeah, and uh, but I think they get used to it, right? Over time, right? I can I can understand that for sure. I guess I'm, I don't know. Not I'm, I used to go all the time. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. At least once every two weeks. Lately, I've been like I didn't put my cameras out till really late last year. Yeah. And I saw bucks. I saw kill a buck early for my farm yeah. and or timber or whatever. It's not technically a farm. It's a farm, whatever. Yeah. But it, you know, I know guys who check them too much, like three times a week. But there's yeah. a difference. You get. I put them in places that I can access them easily. They're not ten, you know. They're not yeah, two in miles bed. in the timber where all these bucks are bedding. Right. So if I can drive my truck to it, or you know, yeah, your vehicle yeah, is not going to scare them. No, they're used to it for sure. I I kind of went. I don't really check them that much. I kind of I'm scared to go in and. You know, it's so tough in the timber. You just don't know where those deer exactly are going to yeah. be. There's no like dominant like uh, there's a pinch point there or a bed spot over here. That's kind of sporadic mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, you can kind of predict, but. You know, I I do like the like the Wi-Fi capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, because they're expensive now, but in a couple of years, they'll be... Um, the camera in general is yeah, expensive, the, you're like, saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, the Wi-Fi-capable things, because, like, I know uh, one company's got one. It, like, if you get you can buy the camera separate. Maybe but that's then, what I need to invest in, because I don't check that often, though. No, they're awesome. But, yeah, I mean, they're they're pricey. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Moultrie. You put it on there, and then... If it's within a certain year, like two years, this Wi-Fi thing's going to be capable with it. So it, it'll be able to plug in that camera, and you can move Swap the Wi-Fi it from thing. camera to camera. You know, I think that's a really, really cool thing. You know, it helps you from staying out of there. Yeah. Where I would set it up is, like, I would set it up to have it email me once a week. Like, I don't want to be dinged every time a deer walks by. Like, I w- so you're just going to get, like, say you get 100 pictures, you're going to get 100 emails? 
I, I don't know how one that day works. a week. With mine, mine's not Wi-Fi, but it's the cellular service. Yeah. So it'll. I had it. Or no, what? Yeah, not Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. I used it two seasons, a lot in late season mm-hmm. over a food source. Right. And you're right; it will vibrate your phone all night. Oh, well, I just can't you, oh man? I'm surprised you can't. You can just change it, and you can get them all once. A, you might get thirty text messages at one time. W- at one time every day, but I left it to where it just sent them to me sporadically, kind sporadic, of sporadic. Yeah. And it was rough. Well, <laughs> I can admit, but the benefit, oh, especially trying to sleep, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's the what I mean. benefit to that is, I mean, one for an but outfitter, you know. that's valuable because yeah. you're like, there's a this deer's here now. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, but but a lot hey. of pe- you know, think about the people that use them for trespassing and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's you know, huge. put them on the back door of your shed you or know, you know, by your barn. You're going to be a a dad soon, so just imagine you used baby to, monitor. So <laughs> just just remember, just remember when you were all upset that you were getting woken up by a 150 inch deer, and now you're going to be woken up by a baby. Yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta understand. Uh, one wasn't more awesome than the other. <laughs> Jeez. Man, what a negative way to look at it. Oh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, uh, dude, it's got to be one dude, of those. Dude, that's his shed, his shed hunter, his mushroom hunter now. That's He's got a lot a to point. look forward yeah. to, man. Yeah. It's closer it, to the ground. His oh, little mechanic. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, man. He, dude, he's not going to This ain't a free ride for him, is no. it? On, he's going to be a farm boy, man. Yeah. Dude, or how, girl. How old, or is, girl. He, how old is, is this child going to be until they're riding a the tractor? Oh, that's oh, not even a question. Couple days old. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be born on a tractor, born in the bucket, man. Here we how go. S- how, sm- how smart was it of us for to have a kid on November seventeenth? Yeah, <laughs> that's that one was... of my lucky days, man. November seventeenth. Yeah. Oh funny man, funny story. I think it was like redneck or something come out on uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. and it said this was over Valentine's Day, and it said nine months from now you're gonna want to be in tree stands, so celebrate cautiously. My mom sent me that that <gasps> message screenshot. It sent it to me on Valentine's Day. <sighs> when we found out we were having a baby, no, we told her, and she had she still had the picture, and she sent it back and goes, "Way to go, dumbass!" <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I warned you. That is so funny, man. Oh, dude, you know what? Hey, wow, here's your your baby could be born a couple weeks Th- early. Think maybe about a week this. or two. Your child one day will be able to kill a big buck on their birthday. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know what the days of gun season are. This it's close. Sometimes it's in there. Yeah. Um, I know. How cool like, would that be? Like you know, down the road, bur- celebrate the birthday. Oh, let's go hunt. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm well, you you got you got to check in with the boss of that one. <laughs> no, he did. That look. <laughs> we, we, we will not tell his uh, wife that he rolled his eyes. But uh, <laughs> good thing we're not on video. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, that that's cool, man. I, that is really neat, and that that'll be fun. You know, we joke around like Steve likes to joke, like, "Oh, you got a kid? Everything's over." No, that's the fun just begins, yeah, man. I think it'll be love. No. You're gonna get to relive wait. that hunting learning curve through your through your children. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember going with my dad when I was young, so it'll be sure. a lot of fun. Yeah, I, you know, there's. Probably like you know, in all seriousness, it's like there's probably not a better feel. Like, think about the you, challenge you, though. Dude, of your, your, kid your, your child might be born, and you'll be holding your baby, and your phone will be buzzing. There was that 200 inch deer that walked right under the stand you were going to sit in, and it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, no, that doesn't doesn't matter. Well, at the same time, <laughs> and I've told you this before, like right when we, yeah, when I heard about this, but uh, he had 
No, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I just did what you did. Hey, it's, it's happening. Does that. I, I think there's a gas leak in Kurt's house. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> right, right into the studio. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I remember it now. No, there you go. I to, I told you. I said, you know, this it's going to be born. You know, somewhere around the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. But we made sure that my wife takes off her full eight weeks of maternity leaves. Right. So late season, I can still hunt. Yeah. That's I had it planned. Oh, yeah. That's how I've you been do working it. on it. Dude, that's a thing, you know. I mean, she's, I mean, does she hunt your wife? Yeah. I, she got it. I got her when, I got her into it probably four years ago, started shooting and stuff. And then oh, I kind of okay. worked into hunting. Right. She worked so, into. you know, when like October, you guys will be doing some ground blind hunting, you know? Yeah. Or how cool would that be? Yeah. Like, your your child could have a deer down before it even enters the world. I hope so. Think about that. That'd be cool, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like Lee and T- Tiffany did that. I think she killed a big buck when she was pregnant. Yeah, like she big was. pregnant. Yeah. And you know, it, it's it's cool. Like my fiance, I got her a, a bow, and mm-hmm. she shoots, and she's she's cool with hunting. Loves that I hunt. Loves the loves the meat. It, is fully supportive of. She's got to be supportive of the podcast because. Yeah. <laughs> my friends come over. and We do this, you know, usually once a week. Yeah, we took her yoga studio. <laughs> she's getting a new one upstairs so but i got her in a shoot and she's like well i don't know if i ever want to kill anything i just enjoy shooting my bow yeah. and i'm like you know she tapers into wanting to want to hunt she can but if not you know it's cool and th- the thing is like your wife's got to look at their kids gonna grow up and with a deeper bond with you through the outdoors and like we talked about this the, yesterday po- yeah yesterday about it was- baseball you can bond or sports, you can bond, but not like you can when you're in the woods. No, you know, it's a yeah. whole different thing. It was like, right. do you remember yeah. your it's first deep. time hunting, or do you remember your first Little League game? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's it, it's going to be an experience. I mean, we're all excited for you. Yeah. I mean, you know. I'm ready. You're ready. He's already ready for a second one. <laughs> <laughs> let's take the first one. <laughs> yeah, let's. I just hope there's not two in there now. Twins. Oh, oh man, wouldn't that be something? Oh. Uh, my sister-in-law just had twins about six months ago. Really? Cutest little things ever. It would be fun, but it'd be a handful. Yeah, I, uh, you know, double like, the shed antlers, double the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, yeah, well, it, it's interesting when, when like kids come into the mix around a uh, hunting season, like, um, and you know, uh, like last season, Kurt, uh, Tank, Cameron, Tank, and Nicole, they got married like October third, third, so like first, first weekend I was in their wedding, first weekend. And uh, like, my, what are you doing, man? Yeah, and then my niece. Uh, oh, was I think born. their due date is. Yeah, November no, it's it's 17th. like November. Yeah, because it's oh, in there. Yeah, it's they're getting there. ready to have a kid, so they've got an anniversary to celebrate where he can't go hunting, and then he's got a kid where he's not going to be hunting. Um, you, we joke about that. You can, why, yeah. why can't you? No, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's there's like, plenty of time for that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You gotta, you, if you're having a kid, you kind of got to enjoy that first. Oh, absolutely, yeah, you dude. You can skip a time. whole hunting season. Yeah. It doesn't, you know. That's yeah. we're, we, we're joking. But. Well, yeah. When 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 my niece was born, um, you know, it was like a couple because there was, it was a bit of a rough pregnancy. Steve still hasn't made it out there to see his niece yet, but he'll no. get there. <laughs> yeah, maybe no. after this hunting season. Yeah. No, I actually, uh, I went and uh, saw, it was like opening week in a hunting season, and uh, it was that Saturday, and I knew I wanted to go out, and I was like, all right, we're going to go see this, and I'm like, I'm going to see this kid for like five minutes, we're going to split, I'm going to go shoot deer, <laughs> Jeez, man. and I get there, and I held uh, held my niece in my arms, and I was like, I, I, we, I just can't leave, can I come back tomorrow? You know, it's, it's one of those things, man, it just, I mean, you know, yeah. you can go hunting tomorrow type of thing, yeah. you know. You got the whole rest of your life, man. It is. But, uh, 
It's so it's something. It's always something special. I don't know, but we we, we got on the we talked. We're too real, dude. We're the this, realest. This podcast was a lot of a lot of questionable topics. There was a lot of like debates. What is? But that's kind of fun. Did makes, you have fun? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It makes yeah. people think. I liked it. You know, we just kind of wing it. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, we used. It to ends hit. up better that way. Maybe yeah. maybe our episodes suck, and we just think they go better. But it it feels better anyway. Yeah. You know, that's. I'm joking. Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, that's <laughs> a, that's the end of it. All right, let's uh, let let's wrap this up. Um, is there anything that you want to shout out? Uh, anything you got going on? You want people to find you on social media or no? Block everybody. Yeah. All right. He's yeah. like, I'm tired of hearing about gorillas on on Facebook. I'm over this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, workingclassbowhunter.com. Every podcast episode is there. Yep. Homepage. If you got your uh, your grandpa is, is like, you know, I want to listen to some hunting radio. They don't play anything good on the radio anymore. What the hell? You know, th- this is the interweb. You can go to workingclassbowhunter.com. He can listen there, and he'd probably just turn it right off once he Yeah, you can see on, our but. faces. Don't don't look at our faces. Listen to us. Get acquainted with us. Then look at our faces. Yep, simple. If, if uh, you want to show someone the show, spread the love. We'd really appreciate it. Just give them the website. They'll find it all there. You can scroll through the players there. You can see every guest we've ever had on. You can scroll all the way back to Aaron's last episode. Um, and you can listen to them all. They're all there. It's easy to access, easy to find. Um, the descriptions are all there. So if you're listening to the episode and you hear us mention a website, you can go and click. Go to that website. Oh, no. We made it all easy for you. Scott Clark. No. Shout out to Scott Clark, <laughs> the he, Canadian. He's got the Steve shirt on. Did he just send you a picture just now? Yeah, he said Bush Latte. He's holding the Coors Light. <laughs> Everybody Let me go. See it. Yeah, it's on Instagram. Oh, he he posted it, huh? Oh, he posted it, dude. It's official. Oh, that is awesome. Cardinal official. Bum bum. What a great shirt, Canadian. Do you like that, yeah, dude? Yeah. It's, it's right there for we got you. A pile. We got some giveaways coming up, guys. Just keep listening. We'll give out a code and uh, we'll make you work for it. You got to do the old classic mm-hmm. black share and whatever on whatever website. But uh, introduce us to your hot friend. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So Steve can creep her out and scare her away. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah, you're pretty good at it. It's one thing you are good at. Uh, all right, you're good at a lot. I just gotta. You're easy to hate on. It is easy, Aaron. You haven't hated on me one. You can say say one negative thing about me. It is pretty easy, but you take it well. <laughs> okay, that was negative, then positive. All right. So, um, I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of brain activity went on. A lot of thinking. A lot of questions. A lot of all, thoughts. Dude, what? we all couldn't just. Yeah, and we got to add this. If you guys have anything to add into the debate slash conversation questions we had anything you want to add at all working class com. hit the contact tab you can submit it all there smash that like button on instagram well, we will respond it'll be fun to see what you guys think on uh facebook make a post just let us know what you think if you think we're idiots let us know anyway <laughs> enjoy <laughs> shoot your bows guys we love you later you'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing but as i've learned no matter where i've been White tails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.